What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. All right, Russ, how on scale of one to 10, how hard is it to get to financial freedom? It's an 11. <laughs> It goes to 11. Yeah, this, this is absolute spinal tap moment right here. <laughs> Financial freedom is hard. It is real hard. But it's not hard to understand the formula to get there. It's just the work to get there. It, yeah, so let, let me let me do this. I'm going to share my screen. Okay. The we, we just built this out. We just did a passive income mastermind, had about 25 people. We were with the Nashville and we were just sharing with the group, right? The the objective in the group we were in was how do we get to 200%? 200% of what? Our, our passive income needs, meaning that our, our passive our income exceeded expenses. our monthly expenses by not one time, but two times. Yes. And and, and in that group, I, we, we made the comment that it is, it is just so hard. It's so hard to get the first 25%. And, and for our minds to consider getting to 100%, for some of us, like I'm sitting here looking at this chart, Joey, last August, August of 2020, our passive income for the month was 3,500 bucks. Respectable, right? Yeah. Respectable, but a fraction of what we spent. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, you were thinking, we were pushing a boulder up a mountain at that point. It's like, well, this is cute, um, but not not getting us. We're not anywhere close to our our goal. Well, and if you if you like, there I read a book a long time ago uh, by Dan Sullivan, the Strategic Coach, and I think the book is some it's called uh, How to Avoid the Gap. But here's what I remember about that: is that so oftentimes we get caught measuring to the horizon, measuring to what we consider the goal. And we we live in this gap disappointment. This like disappointment of not almost. Of, of yeah, not obtaining this this objective that yeah, for some degree may be unattainable. Perfection in the in of itself is unattainable. Instead of measuring backwards, right? Measuring where we've come from. So last August we had thirty five hundred in passive income. Well, if we measured backward. From where we had started just a couple of years before, how much in passive income we did, did we have then? Uh, we were actually negative, <laughs> below zero. <laughs> we had zero in <laughs> passive income. Now we had a bunch of monthly expenses. But the the point is, is that instead of saying, "Okay, we're at thirty five hundred and we need to get to fifty grand or whatever our number was," we said, "No, let's let's see if we could get to four thousand. Let's see if we can get to five thousand. And that's exactly what we did in September is we went from 3,000 to 4,000, from 4,000 to 5,000. And then we stepped it up a notch in November. We went to 20,000. That's a, that's a big leap. 
and to be it honest, had to start though, because we had to have the momentum to get there. Well, we had to have the belief that we just need to get to the next step. And the purpose of us sharing this and, and into today's topic, today's topic is what is your investor DNA? And more importantly, what does your investor DNA have to do with your success to become financially free? And I think the thing that we need to understand is that if we could just know the first thing about ourselves as an investor, it would help us take one step further, get one step closer to financial freedom. And for me, that's measuring backwards. That's showing success. Well, and I think what you're saying is so wise, Russ, is that this is a marathon as much as it is a sprint, because if you could just take the very next right step, and for many of you, it is just understanding who you are as an investor, taking advantage of our investor DNA um, course and understanding that, that may unlock things that you never saw that were always there. Or it may say, man, this path that I was already on, I'm now more confident and I can take faster action to get to financial freedom as fast as possible. That is tremendous. Well, I'm sitting here looking at this passive income report. I see in the month of August, we put up over 68,000. And I'm not going to look forward to say, what is it going to be? Does it need to be 100? Does it need to be 200? I'm not going to even think about that, Joey. I'm just looking backwards over 13 months and saying, man, how far we have come, how blessed by the focus and the many, many steps that we took since August of last year through August of this year. Now, if you're excited about getting one step closer, today's podcast is an opportunity. Not only by listening to it, are you getting closer to financial freedom? If you will take action within the context of the passive income framework, which is understanding who we are so that we can create more passive income to be greater than monthly expenses, you too are moving forward. If you want, we're going to give you an action item right here. Go to wealthwildwallstreet.com forward slash free call, and you can jump on a call with one of our coaches and determine how you can take this course and you can get one step closer. Now, Joey, without any further ado, let's belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we take difficult topics, we break them down in a humorous, low barrier kind of way. I am one of your hosts, Russ, the Idea Guy Morgan. I'm sitting around the table with the best coaches in the nation who love to get down, who love to talk financial freedom, and who love to make fun of me. And let's get to the first one. My partner, the man who has an Italian stallion license plate tag, Mr. Joey Murray. How are you today, Joey? Oh, never better, Russ. Never better. I, I see you sporting some Wealth Wall Street gear today. Well, you know, the swag store has been when, been falling behind. Yeah. Uh, just want to juice it up a little bit. You see this this flat bill cap here. Uh, you know, let's get after it, guys. Let's 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 promote. Let's get this thing out there. It's uh, not going to promote that, itself. 
Joey, that's that's not a flat bill. <laughs> Just because you didn't bend it didn't make it I, a flat bill. It, dude, I, that's as flat as I could get it. Yeah, that's that's not a flat bill. But I appreciate the effort, though. That's good. Uh, so we're we're talking investor DNA today, Joey. Yes. What is your investor DNA? I am an SI. Mm. Now, if I don't know what investor DNA is, I probably don't know what SI means. Well, okay. So Low intelligence. What does that SI stand for? Um, somewhat intelligent. No, it, it means uh, that I am an empathizer, that I am um, steady, and I also am very charged up by people and interacting with people. But I, I lead with the empathizer role, the S. Mm. I get that from your outfits, and I get that that you want to socialize with other people. So let's get to some more people. Yes. Let's get to some more, more people. Let's go around the table and talk to the man between two bamboo, our resident pilot, the guy who can get you home safely to financial freedom, Mr. Mark Haraguchi. How are you today, Mark? Hanging in there, guys. Hanging in there. Mark, it's what is all the leaves are turning? The weather's getting cooler. So winter's right around the corner. Dang, man. I feel like it's a groundhog day out in you know at the end of the year or something. <laughs> He doesn't know how to respond to that. It's the reason if you wanted to guess what Mark's investor DNA, it would probably be something like cautious. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. I am a logical C, uh, which that falls into the cautious, the correct. I'd also put calculating in there as well. How about courageous? Courageous, cunning, caring. How many other C words? Charming. I think you could go, you could go all day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Cool. All right. Let's go. Let's go to the man with the million dollar smile. Mr. Incredible. JD Hill. How are you today, JD? I am. I am doing wonderful. Uh, life is good. I love being able to look at Joey uh, in his. My flat bill. Your flat bill. Uh, just looking like a dad. Um, and, and I'll tell you, Joey is the perfect girl dad like hands down there is not a better girl dad than joey murray mm. i'll Which take that as great a because you it is a compliment because you have five girls yes it, just just for the audience sake i'm interested into why you say that he's the best girl dad what qualifies joey other than having five girls to be a great girl dad because he's empathetic ah. like he feels first and, and that is so necessary. Like, I would not be a good girl dad um, because I don't feel at all. And my wife is like, honey, can you give me any feelings? And I'm like, no, my tear ducts dried up when I was two. I don't know. I have no feelings. <laughs> You've lost that love and feeling. <laughs> so what is your investor I, DNA? I am similar to Mark. I'm a C, but I'm also a D. I'm a CD, uh, like a compact disc. Um, <laughs> So that that is me. What, what is so? If C is cautious, what is D? Driver. Ah, so you're fast. like you're like you're like gas pedal and brake at the same time. Yes, I am absolutely like a gas pedal and a brake at the same time. So like my tires are always spinning, spinning. Yeah. So your personalities are constantly conflicting with each other. It's 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 exhausting. I don't know why I don't have gray hair yet. I'm blessed in that, but yes, constantly. <laughs> Um, conflicting with each other. It seems like a dog chasing his tail. 
Lots of movement, go- but going not very fast. Wow, that's offensive. Uh, yes, that's exactly what it is. I am a dog chasing my tail, going nowhere. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let, let's get to the urn. Um, urn, welcome to the show. This is um, this is a day that you get to shine, and you get to share your investor DNA. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, I, you know my my personality and investor DNA would would definitely be somebody who wants to be out front shining. Yeah. <laughs> it no. seems like what's your investor DNA? Uh, I am I am in between Mark and JD. I am a CSD. What does the S stand for again? That that's that's what Joey is. That's that's somebody who's who's pretty steady. Ah. Uh, so you think about solid. It, you want to know steady. people's opinion upon it. You have three. And then you want to tell them that you're right in the end. I have three. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, Russ, we need to tell people what we're talking about. Like, and I think JD is probably the most well-versed as it relates to personality profiles. Like this guy has researched them for like on his own, just for fun. Um, so why don't you break down what is the investor DNA and what we're talking about today? No pressure. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of psychology. Uh, I got into psychology uh, in my fifth year in college. Uh, I tried. I took the victory lap. Um, That's your master's program. Well, we got the undergrad. Uh, <laughs> it just took me five years to get there. But, um, and I've taken a number of these profiles. I've taken the disc. I've taken the culture index. I've taken the Myers Briggs. I've taken the Strength Finders. I've, I've taken the Predictive Index. Um, because I, I think the more self-awareness that you have on who you are as a person in general, what those profiles do for me, and I'm, I, I'm, I want to call them a profile, not a test, because there's no, you can't fail in your profile. Um, maybe you can, um, but it's, it's, it helps you become more self-aware, <laughs> right? And, and, and what I mean is that once I understand what my deficiencies are, I can focus on the things that I'm actually good at and not focus on the things that I'm bad at. And I think historically we've been taught to look at things that we're deficient in and try to figure out how do we, how do we make those things come up a little bit instead of focusing on our strengths. And so the investor DNA is it helps you become more aware of who you are as an investor so that you make better investing choices rather than focusing on what the money says. Mm. Right. Because it's so easy to look at what the rate of return is going to be, what the yield is. That's the emotional piece. But the investor DNA is an agnostic objective tool, right? That, um, that helps you to just look at investments based on how you're hardwired and that are more in alignment with, with, with um, how you think you are, are rather more in alignment with what's going to help you become more successful in that, in that particular passive income strategy. So there, there's four different style types, right? We covered the D, which is the driver, which is your secondary trait. And Mark and Ernie, you guys uh, had that trait as well. And the S, which is the socializer, empathizer trait. The C, which is the calculated analytical trait. And then there's the one that I am. The influencer, the out yeah, By the way, how did we forget to ask Russ what his investor DNA? I mean, I, I, he's got to be feeling left out right now. 
Well, you knew that I was going to end up telling you what it was. It didn't matter, right? 100%. So my, my investor DNA is an ID. I'm, I'm always having to show my ID, right? Like, I've got, I've got, to, I've got to put that influence out there, but then I got to like, to, to just throw it out there is not enough for me. I got to then convince you that my idea is the best. Hence the reason every time we have an argument on here, I'm always fighting for my way, even six to eight weeks after the fact. Even when it's the worst idea, you're still going to push it like that. Well, that's the beauty of my of my profile, though, is that I forget really quickly. Mm. All the mistakes that I've made, my profile tends to forget the errors that I've made. And, and so here's the thing about my profile is you don't want to get into a highly complicated investment without someone that you know is going to do the due diligence for you. You, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in off that diving board and find out how much water's in the pool after I'm in the air. Right. That's just the way I work. But also I'm the one that's going to be getting into deals and finding experiences in those deals quicker. Right. So I, I tend to fail quicker, which allows me to, to move faster, to pivot, to, to go. That, there's some of the pros, but also the cons. So as you were saying, JD, if you look at in investment returns, my profile tends to want to get excited and be optimistic about all the different deals that exist. But the problem with that is, is that I don't end up looking through all the, the issues and the problems. So talking to people and hearing other people's point of view on those investments gives me a chance to better understand. So I, I love the investor DNA. The reason it's important is because we have to take action based upon who we are, not what the investments are. So Ernie, you, you've been talking with people over the last, I don't know, two to three years, coaching people through this process, how to get one step closer to financial freedom. What are some of the things that you've noticed as it relates to their investor DNA that would help them or has hurt them into becoming financially free? I'll get two quick things. One happened this morning, uh, meeting with this guy who really excited about his progress. Uh, but he asked me, um, you know, we've been evaluating this one passive income opportunity. By the way, this one that was of his top two passive income ideas when he went through the Pathfinder course in our community. So we were evaluating that one and he came back and he said, but what about the others? How do I know that the others aren't going to be a bigger bang for the buck? Mm. I said, well, if you remember when we met a few times ago, we talked about how your investor DNA aligns with this type of activity. And so then we started talking about if this is going to be the thing that helps propel you towards financial freedom, this is the first step. It needs to be a fit because if you do well in this, it's going to set you up for success on the next thing. However, if you pick the wrong thing that isn't a good fit, you're going to have to start over and you're going to be exactly where you are today on your way to financial freedom. And I don't want to see that for you. And so that, that rang a bell for him. The second thing is that this is a, a couple of years ago now, I was working with this guy who he was getting started as well. He was pursuing uh, an activity. 
he we had not considered his investor DNA, and he got down and in, down into the weeds of of trying to sell land. And he realized he was really good at all the tasks of of that of that deal, of that of 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 flipping land. But the thing he 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 wasn't made for was was the bigger mission, the bigger purpose. He couldn't tie his passion, the way they want to serve the world, the way that he needed to interact with other people. He was that uh, I, like Russ, need to need to need to tie the outcome, the experience. He just wasn't it just wasn't meeting his need, and so he got totally burnt out on all the work and none of the enjoyment. And he ended up hanging it up, and I hated that for him. And I, I will bet now if we had considered as investor DNA, we may have picked another path. Mm. This podcast is amazing. Almost too amazing, Russ. There's too many ideas and I don't know where to get started creating passive income. Well, here's the thing, Joey. I think one of the things you need to consider in that statement is what is it costing you to not know? What is it costing you not to take action? I love the statement that says you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. If you're struggling on where to start, you have to know what type of investor you are. Know your investor DNA. And if you want to learn more about this, you can join us in our Passport Challenge at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Get started today. Mark, what's your take on how valuable the investor DNA <laughs> is and why it should be considered? So I'm going to take a little bit of a contrarian view here. I'm going to be the... Uh, the devil's advocate, if you will, on this one. That's shocking based upon your own profile. Well, I know, but 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 this is the calculating part of it. <laughs> is from one lens, what we're saying here, I 100% agree with. If I'm going to look at my personal involvement, because I am a I'm I'm a logical C. If I'm going to look at my personal involvement with doing long-term rentals, it's a no-brainer. It's tried and true. The risk is very minimal. The numbers are there. It's not sexy. It's not fancy, but it works. But I, that also allows me to be a couple steps removed. I don't have to do all the, the sympathetic stuff, the empathetic stuff. I don't have to be involved with the tenant because I've already done that. And I want to do the turnkey portion of it. So if we look at my investor DNA as a logical C, then this is what, where you guys were in looking at short-term rentals. It does not make sense for you individually to go and do that and run it. So now what? Well, now with the experience you've gained, with the, the, the background that we have, we can now stop and take a look at the problem and say, well, I have two choices here. I can either hang this one up because the timing is not appropriate or I don't have the DNA to necessarily align. Or we can take a second path, which is how can I make my DNA fit and get this investment idea to fit into my DNA. Mm. So for example, how can I make the short-term rental become a turnkey short? <laughs> how can I build a system, have, a, have people run it, management, do all that touchy-feely stuff and coordinating stuff that I don't want to do? So I don't ever want anyone to look at the investor DNA and say, oh man, I guess that one's just not for me ever. Well, no, no, it may not be for you now, and that's what I really appreciated what, by what Ernie was sharing is at those times, it was not appropriate for how they were approaching the problem. So keep an open mind, work within your DNA, recognize how you interact. And that's going to help you see 
is there another way I can make this fit? Is there another way I can get to the destination? So it's it's not just a dead end for you is, is kind of my takeaway. I love it. Joey, you as an empathizer, right? Someone you said you you are definitely a feeler. How does that impact your decision making now as an investor from maybe where you first started? Uh, well, a couple of things. First of all, before I answer that, if you've been listening so far and you're like, okay, I like this idea. How in the world do I even get my investor DNA? I want to point you to a resource, two ways to get there. One, set up a call with one of these coaches and you can get actually a discount to get the assessment. Um, so go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash free call. Or if you just are like kind of like solo, hey, I want to do this on my own. Um, you can enter our passport challenge and then it will lead you to our Pathfinder course, which you can buy the assessment directly from there and go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. So just in case you're trying to get there, that's how you do it. So to answer your question, as an empathizer, uh, first of all, I think the most important thing is to, to understand that as an investor, that is the thing is focusing on me as the investor is way more important than the investment. And most people get those things backwards, which we've already kind of alluded to and talked about today. Um, and, and I see that if you look at wall street and you look at the game that everybody's playing, it's always about ROI. It's always about the things, the blind spots that JD was talking about, uh, at the beginning here, the things that can make you kind of get drawn away to something over here. When at the end of the day, you are the investor, you have to take responsibility for the actual where you're going to place that money, where you're going to take that money and tell it what to do. But as an empathizer, just to answer your question further, Russ, I have learned that either I need to focus on things that I do not have to have a ton of hands on. Like for instance, uh, even what Mark was talking about with turnkeys or ATM funds or things like that, that I literally don't have to have any interaction or very little, or I have to partner with the right operators and figure out how I can influence the outcomes of that investment. And, and I'll just use our short-term rental business as the example. I never would have wanted to do short-term rentals if it was me solo. And one is what Mark's already kind of alluded to is I don't want to be that hands-on uh, from the standpoint of, of interacting with people on a, on every single day basis with the turnover and all the managing of all those parts. Part of that's because I'm just not super detailed, but the other part is, is there's a lot of like unknowns within it. So having us partner together and have, have an operator who is really good at all those things made me 100% more comfortable taking that leap. Well, and here's a, you know, again, there's so many different ways um, to to look at this and to apply it into investing. And I know that we, as you said before, we've done so much re research in this, JD. We've gone down and taking all different types of assessments and apply that psychology to how we can get the highest and best use of our time, right? the best results on our time. I think that, you know, one of the tools that we've recently added and our inner circle members get access to it even takes it to a new level, right? Where we can even start to look at how do we, how do we see things from the world? Do we see things from a macro or a micro point of view? 
And I think that really helps us when we're trying to pick investments to match our style is that we, we know which ones that we, you know, that are going to match our getting in the weeds uh, mentality or is going to be something that we can see the scalability of it. Right. But at the, also the same time is, you know, how are we, are we deductive reasoners or inductive uh, reasoners? Like, can we see and create processes for the um, investments that we're going to get involved in? Or do we need someone else to build all those things out and maybe us just cast vision toward those things? I know whenever we went through this for me, Joey, I, I, I have that high autonomy trait where I need to be able to cast vision. And that hence the reason I really, I resonate more with business opportunities than I do investment opportunities. But there's right. people that go through this and they, they have a more team uh, player, you know, investor DNA, and they need to probably stay away from business opportunities unless they're partnering, like you said, with another visionary. So yeah. here's a, you know, as we, we wrap up and we, we get into the, the one-on-one Q&A, the group session we're going to do inside the inner circle, which I love that because then we get to give immediate feedback to the questions as it applies. What other key points as it relates to the investor DNA would you like to add, Ernie? I think more of the same for me. I think this tool can not only, I mean, it's, the big thing is keep you from making a, a big mistake. Discern what it's going to take on the outset. Give some direction besides the just getting started part, which is exciting. But can you do a little bit of strategic thinking, not only around the investment, but around is this is this going to be something you're going to enjoy doing? Because financial freedom should be enjoyable. <laughs> so our activities, they should bring enjoyment to us and how we're wired can help. And so it can help you avoid mistakes, but it can also help you put some of those things in place if you do have a level of self-understanding around, these are things that just aren't for me. So to Mark's point, how can I bring in people or resources or how can I draw this thing up to where this is going to give me the maximum experience? JD, final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I, look, I'm, you know, understanding how I'm wired is so helpful because the, the, the thing about um, passive income opportunities is they're marketed so well that they really draw to people's emotions and they don't give you the, the downside or the things to consider on why you shouldn't do these things. It's always, it's always the upside and rightfully mm -hmm. so because obviously they want people to invest with them. Um, but the, the investor DNA and then the matrix that we built to give you the pros and cons from an objective point of view is so helpful. And, and so my final thoughts are to echo a lot of what Ernie said, but just to be able to have that agnostic place to look, to say, all right, what is the pro of, of land flipping? What is the con to land flipping? What is the pro to long-term rentals? What is the cons to long-term rentals based on how I'm wired? That way I can know like what I have an affinity towards and what I, I know for a fact like I can't do. So for example, hospitality, I'm just not that guy, pal. Trust me, I'm not that guy. Um, and, and so, so that would have just been so helpful for me to have before I jumped in to, which again, I, and I'm grateful for the returns, but, um, having these tools to help you see and identify who you are, uh, helps to, to remove the emotion from making these types of investments. But by the way, I just wanted to, to throw this in because we've had many conversations about the hospitality business, right? You've got a short-term rental, Joey and I have a short-term rental business. You've been throwing it in our face about pet fees forever, 
right? Like you, you've talked about opening your own dog kennel, maybe uh, recreating the Dumb and Dumber shagging wagon. hundred <laughs> percent. I, I got a, I got a text message earlier uh, this week, yes, yesterday, in fact, from Joey and I's operator. And here's what it says. I just thought you would, you'd find enjoyment in this. He says, I, I put five of our units at La Vista as pet friendly a couple of days ago. We just got a nine night stay with two dogs and a $320 pet fee. Come on. Yes, Let's sir. bring it. Come on. Let's go. Hey, what's my commish uh, for that? Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll work That's on another that. episode. That's, That's another the- episode and knowing my low follow through. We won't talk about it again. Don't, don't think about it. Mark, <laughs> final thoughts. It's validation. I don't know how many calls I get on where, where people are, are wanting to really get their path going or they've already started a path and, and they just want to know, am I on the right path? And one of the great things about the investor DNA is it's going to either confirm or deny where you are and what you're doing. And everybody likes, you know, positive reinforcement or daily affirmation. You know, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh, darn it, people like me. And that's what the investor DNA is going to do for you as you're looking at an investment opportunity, as you're evaluating this thing, like everyone's been saying, good, bad, ugly, and different. You're going to be able to stop and go, wait a minute. Is this really going to align with, with what it is that, that I do and how I work? And if the answer to that is yes, well, now the decision to proceed really gets a lot easier for you because now you're not second guessing yourself from that perspective. Now you're just looking at the metrics. Of, of what that investment is going to do for you. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to add to that and, and not allow you to ask me, Russ, but it creates competence, right? It, it, and what that should do, the reason, why, why does this even exist, right? Why did, uh, Russ, why did we create the investor DNA? Because we want people to get to financial freedom as fast as possible. Do you think if you started down a path and you got more confidence that this is a good fit for you personally, you're going to go faster or slower. You're going to run that much harder towards it because you have that confirmation as, as Mark just mentioned. The other thing that I'll mention is this, the investor DNA is not just a path, uh, a um, personality profile. It also comes with the key factors for six of our top passive income ideas. And let me, let me specify that for a second. Your key factors include the amount of time it takes to do this, the amount of capital it takes to do this. Are there selling requirements for me to get involved in this activity? And guess what? If you look at your personality profile and you think, oh, this may be a good fit. And then you realize it's going to take a lot of time and you have zero time. It doesn't matter what your profile is, right? So taking those two pieces together, really helps you to get laser focused and again, get to financial freedom as fast as possible. That's what we're all here for. And, uh, and that's why I'm excited that we get to help people, you know, go through this DNA assessment. Well, I'll end with this as we, we ended a, a conference last week that we got an opportunity to be with 25 or 30 other entrepreneurs um, pretty high level entrepreneurs. And this was a topic that was presented to people who have sold businesses 
for eight, nine, and 10 figures. And each one of them were, was taking copious notes to the conversation. They were intimately trying to learn about themselves to improve upon the next deal that they were going to be a part of, right? And there were so many takeaways from just that session alone. And I think that this is so oftentimes overlooked that we don't consider who we are as an investor. And if, you know, the old adage, if you want to be successful, do what successful people do. And when I was sitting in that room, Joey, and I was watching the presenter share the investor DNA conversation, I was watching how engaged people were. People were more engaged in that conversation than some of the other passive income talks that were going on because they wanted to know how to sharpen their own financial IQ. And that was the one thing that they knew could make the biggest difference in the next deal they were a part of. So no if you haven't already, as Joey said, take advantage of this. You can go inside the community. You can go through wealthwellwallstreet.com forward slash passport, get inside the community, go to courses, Pathfinder, right at the very beginning of the Pathfinder course, you get an opportunity to take this and to start immediately understanding who you are as an investor so that the next deal, the next opportunity that comes your way, you can understand how your mindset applies to it and determine whether or not you should be moving forward or more moving away from it or getting a partner who has the things that you're lacking. As always, we appreciate you listening to today's episode. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.